there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Time for picks. Top horse racing plays from Express Bet. Editor-in-Chief Jeremy Plonk. We're going to Gulfstream. Race four, he likes the one Kenyan Sun at five to one on the morning line. Race six, he likes the one Kingston Queen at six to one. You can wager on these races and more at First Bet, the preferred horse racing app of v and if you sign up today, use the code VEGAS22. You get $100 in free bets. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. VEASAN.com slash horses. All right, we are super stoked for this segment. He is the best of all time, and it's not even close. Going for his 15th mustard belt in 16 years on Monday, July 4th at the annual Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest in Coney Island. He is Joey Chestnut. Good morning, champ. How are you today? Good morning. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Fair. Okay, so let's get into this now. Coming up, you have like, what, four sleeps to go until the contest kicks in again in high gear. Um, how is the prep leading into this? And you told us a year ago that you were touching 80 hot dogs in practice. Are you at or around that number again? Oh, well, this year has been a rough year for me. Um, I had a really bad leg injury. Saw that. And, uh, and it broke, broke both bones in the leg. And it, sticking through the leg and uh and then had infections later but i was able to get i've been yeah anyways i've been i've been practicing not quite as much as i as i did last year my numbers haven't been quite as consistent um but it's definitely possible to get to 80 um the conditions uh play a big role and uh i'm I'm hoping that i can uh i can just uh 
yeah, I'm going to find my happy place, and uh, I, know, I know what I'm capable of, and uh, I'm going to push it. Can you elaborate more on conditions? What's good conditions? Oh, it looks like to me pretty warm. It's going to be okay. a little uh, 80 degrees, a little bit more than 80 degrees. Uh, everybody's going to be as excited. The contest is back in the original location, corner of Surf and Stillwell. Yep. So there'll, there'll be a huge crowd. We're talking like 30,000 people there. And uh, I'm going to be amped. I'm going to have every reason in the world to push, push, uh, just push it. So I, I did notice the accident that you had in the wintertime in uh, December, the way it looked. Uh, how long, in, with your leg, how long did that throw you for a loop when it comes to, like, your regular well, schedule? Yeah, it, it, it really threw a little bit of a wrench because just recently I, ha- I have a, a ruptured tendon. So I'm actually in a cast. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I, I, I ruptured a tendon re- recently you in that did. leg. Okay. Uh, so let me ask you this. And, are, uh, are you going to be able to stand up on Monday or do you have to sit down? No, I'll be standing. Okay. I'll, I'm going to stand. I, I, it's not like I ruptured anything in my jaw. I, I can eat like a madman. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my stomach and my my stomach and jaw are fine. Uh, I'm 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 off all the pain meds. So uh, it's like a month ago when I was on a pen, pain meds, I was, they they make you constipated like hell. So uh, I'm I'm off of those. My body's working right, and uh, okay. I'll just have I just have a cat. Uh, I'm I'm ready to eat. Okay, watch it on live on ESPN and watch it all day throughout on ESPN on Monday, what's the prep like for this event? And does it like when you're getting ready for hamburgers or chicken wings, is there a different kind of prep that goes into that for you? This contest is amazing. Uh, I, I, I get into a cycle where I do a practice contest every, every six days, roughly. Okay. And after every practice, it's recovery mode. Even if I'm not hungry, I'm trying to eat salad, high fiber food, just to keep the food moving. And then I, I get back to my normal weight and then I start fasting. And then I do a cleanse before my next practice or starting on, on Saturday, I'm going to be doing a cleanse. Uh, I'm going to be making sure I'm absolutely empty for the contest on Monday. And uh, so it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm almost ready to start my cleanse and I'm, I'm, it's, I'm yeah, I'm done with my last practice and it's, uh, I'm feeling good. When is the last time that you will eat anything leading into Monday? Uh, what do I do? Uh, so, yeah. Saturday morning, I'll have some eggs probably, uh, and then uh, the rest, the rest Saturday, Sunday, uh, Monday, Monday morning, uh, I'll have nothing. I'll have, Monday morning, I'll, I'll have coffee. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll take. I might have some protein supplements on uh, on on Sunday night, but I really, really, it's, I'm, I'm just making sure that it's a really liquid diet, lemon juice and water, and make sure that I'm uh, make sure that when I can suck on my stomach on Monday morning, I, I can see there's there's room for 80 hot dogs. A room for a ridiculous amount, and uh, um, yeah, it's just it's gonna, I'll be ready. So, can you tell when you do that? Then, and you suck in your stomach on Monday morning, uh, the room that you need to have in there. Can you tell, like, on Monday, if you got room for seventy five, seventy eight, eighty hot dogs? Oh yeah, I, I definitely. Well, oh, I mean, I, I can tell if there's something stuck in it. It's something, it's something not, not something that, has, that hasn't been digested. But uh, it's it, it's uh it's it, it's more than just the, the stomach capacity. There's the muscles in the throat and jaws. They have to work together. And if those hot dogs on, on Monday are undercooked, they'll be harder to eat. Um, so so it, it, it's more than just capacity. I, I I know I have the capacity for eating hot dogs. Well, you do. Okay. Wow. Uh, wow. Right. Have you ever had an accident or reversal? <laughs> accident? Uh, I, well. I, uh, 
<laughs> There's been a couple times where, where I pushed a little bit too hard okay. and uh, a hot dog. Uh, hot dog uh, but as far as actual reversal, I haven't had a reversal in years. Uh, hmm. There's been times where, where before the contest is over, I, I, I gotta, I gotta head to the, I gotta take a crap. But <laughs> it's, sure. It's, yeah. uh, I mean, it's natural. You're pushing things in, things are going to get pushed out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what happens if, if the cleanse doesn't go well. But uh, I feel like everything's going to go well. It was, is there one event that's given you problems? I know that, that was great what you guys did during the pandemic, and you did uh, one of the events was milk and cookies, I think. But is, is there one thing, and you have so many world records, but is there one event that's given you problems throughout your uh, illustrious career? Oh, you mentioned milk and cookies. I was so slow at that milk and cookies event. I almost got eliminated from the contest yeah. uh, eating Oreo cookies. I was I was eating like a child. Uh, <laughs> as far as far as as far as a repeat, uh, for the last I think three years, I haven't been able to win the Buffalo Wing Fest. And wing, Buffalo Wings in in Buffalo is like is one of the biggest contests. Okay. And people there they love they love their Buffalo Wings and. For some reason, I lost to Mickey Sudo and Jeff Asper, and and it's it, it, it's probably it's really frustrating because I know I can beat them in wings. I, I know I have a really good technique. It's just for some reason, I uh, last last couple last few years I haven't put it together. But uh, I'm hoping this this September I'll be back there and I'm going to dominate. Joe, Joe, you're not used to losing. Does that yeah. piss you off? It, I, I don't think anybody should get used to losing. Yeah, it, I think. Uh, it, it, it should be something that's not comfortable, and they, you, you don't you don't want to you don't want to you don't want it to happen again. Follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Beast in the Sports Betting Network. Joey Jaws Chestnut, our guest. Watch him Monday in action. Nathan's hot dog eating contest live on ESPN and on throughout the day. Is there outside of this? This is the top dog creme de la creme. Is there one record that you have that you're proud of out of all these records? The one that sticks out. Oh my God, I. Uh... I did 103 Crystal Hamburgers, pretty much the same as White Castle. Right. Those, those are delicious. In how long? Uh, that, 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 I did that in eight minutes. Pretty good. So, so I, uh, what else did I do? Oh, I, did, I did 32 Big Macs and, <laughs> and, and, and 34 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty uh, awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. How'd you, how'd you do the ice cream sandwich and not get the... The ice, the headache. You had twenty-five, or twelve and a half, ice cream sandwiches yeah. in six minutes. Dude, it, it, everything hurt. My hand was hurting. It, yeah, I, mm. once, once it, there was brain freeze, there was throat freeze. Even my stomach was like, I was, I was shivering after the ice cream sandwich contest because I was like, my stomach is like a radiator, and afterwards I'm just cold. Mm. And I uh, bet yeah, the ice cream sandwich is rough. Yeah. Now, Joey, you won the competition last year by 26 hot dogs. And again, going back to what you told us a year ago, leading into the event, you said that the closest competition to you was not even close. Like their A, a game is not even close to your A game. If, this, if, if we looked at this like a point spread in a football game, how many hot dogs should you be laying to the next closest person to you? Like 25 hot dogs this year? Can you win by 20 again? What, do you, what would you make that number? Yeah, that, that, I, at bare minimum, I want to win by 20. You do? <laughs> it, it, it's uh, a... <laughs> Even if they have their best day, I should be able to beat them, beat the heck out of them. Um, and they, that, they, that, they, without sounding like a jerk, but uh, I love this contest. I put a lot of thought and energy into it, and uh, I, uh, I should be able to push it pretty hard. And, and, and then mm-hmm. anything that, that over seventy market, it is hard. I'm telling you, there's the conditions, the crowd. 
there's so many little things that could go wrong that uh that mess up the the, the numbers at the end it, it, the the water if somebody tips over my water uh, for dunking or it, it, it's it's just it, it gets after that 70 mark it gets really uh it, it's intense mm-hmm. well I, I will ask you this then because the, the number the prop bet is 74 and a half but again under optimum conditions you can you can hit 75 this year yeah 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 it, 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 but it, but it's like i said it, you you never know it, it, it's 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 hairy okay all right very good uh you're the best yep uh thanks so much for the time as always can't wait to watch on monday knock them dead and i hope you i hope you can actually touch 80 man that would be great but don't go out of your way you know if you get the record again that's great but you don't have to force 80 you know Dude, it, well, yeah, it, it gets scary. If I'm at 78 and I'm trying to hit 80, and then that, that's when those reversals are likely to happen. If, if I'm just pushing a little bit too hard, yep. pushing my body a little bit too far. So uh, I, 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 it would be great to taste 80. That'd be amazing. Uh, go get them on Monday. Thank you again Good for luck. the time as always. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Yep. That's there why he's go. the greatest of all time. I mean, that, that was a great interview in terms don't get used to losing. I, I want to beat these. I win by twenty. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't arrogance, but that's also great for betting. Oh, he's super competitive. Sure, a, a, a one to ten favorite. He thinks he can win by twenty, no problem. Oh yeah, he Within wants to win by twenty, 20 hot dogs every time he wants to win you by can, twenty. It's a thousand to win a hundred, mm-hmm. right? I wonder what, what's his level of fame. Walks down the street, grocery store orders. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I that, told him last year on the air. I said, "You can't even go to a grocery store. You're like Elvis going through a casino in yeah, the '70s. It would yeah. be the same thing." And he goes, "I, I don't. Yeah. I order all my food out." I shortchanged him. Twenty-five and a half ice cream sandwiches. God, how did he do? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hi. 
Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. MLB favorites, 10-5 and five last night. Couple dogs that cashed. The Tigers, plus 175. One in San Francisco. Giants doing it again. Mm-hmm. Come on. Can't lose games like this. They just lost two out of three at home to the Reds. And now the Tigers beat them. Boston plus 150. They win in extra innings and beat the Blue Jays. Good win for the Red Sox. Pirates plus 135. They beat the Nats. Astros took money. $1.20 up to 150. Beat the Mets again. They went 4-0 against them this year. That's the Mets' first three-game losing streak of the season. So there was a 30-cent move on that game yesterday. Yep, and the home run in the ninth inning. Verlander was great. Didn't get any help, but they win again. Yankees, 280 up to 340. They take out the A's 5 to 3. More on that game coming up. In the Angels, $1.70 up to $1.90. Oh, into Otani. I told you, if he right? does it one more time, uh, I said this yesterday, if he can put together two more performances on the mound like he did in his previous three, he is going to. And Verlander was awesome. McClanahan has been unbelievable this year. I think Otani's odds for the Cy Young, not the MVP, the Cy Young, are going to just plummet. He was 25 to 1 this week. Okay. Describe, be part of the team, vcin.com, our radio and podcast friends. As always, you want to see these videos, the live stream. And this was yesterday at Red Rock Casino, the Jumbo Hold'em Poker Bad Beat Progressive hit. Over $306,000. Catchy name. Four, four, <laughs> four queens lost to a queen high straight flush. Oh, man. The winning hand gets 30000 The losing hand gets 46000 all eight players at the table get 1900 All poker guests across all station casino poker rooms playing at the time get 1300 each, including all the players at the winning table. There were 70 eligible players at the poker room, 34 at Boulder, 56 at Santa Fe, and uh, that is something. With yeah, that that's a, that's Look a pr- at that. I, I will say this. That's a pretty cool bonus they give their players when that pops. Yeah, right. Right? You're going to have no idea. They have like 20 properties in town all the way across the entire city. You're going to have no idea. All of a mm-hmm. sudden, hey, look at this. 1300 bucks coming my way. There it is. The picture to prove it as well. I'm going in fresh here. This is a, This could be a lawsuit waiting to happen. This is Ben Affleck's son backs the Lamborghini into a parked BMD, BMW with a car dealership. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... That's 10 years old. Oh, that is what a, are they doing? Is that J-Lo, too? Oh, it is. I mean, what is it that? is. And if you can see the look on Ben's face right had, there. there's so the much, wrong pedal. He is so worried. The look on his face on the picture on the right. Yeah. He's like, oh, my God. I, this really just happened? A, the dude, the kid, 10 years old, is in a Lamborghini at a dealership? What? Whew. 
He could hit somebody. He could, who knows what happens, right? Uh, this is good because I thought he was excellent as Batman. Christian Bale said he would return to play Batman only, only if Christopher Nolan asked him to. Mm-hmm. I would take another movie with him in it. The last one was good. I just I don't like the voice, but that's the only thing. Yeah, he had to do a better job on the voice, but he was yeah. excellent Bruce Wayne. You're, excellent you're right. The last one that we just had. Did a good job. I thought it was great. Not with him. No. The one with Pattinson. And, yes. Yeah. Yes. It was really, really good. The uh, the Riddler was a horrible miscast. Uh, that, that I concur. All yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, dog won't let owner up is always a good dog video. Look at this here. The, the gal's sleeping, and then she knocks the covers off. Look at this guy sleeping. I got you. A little cold in here. See that draft? <laughs> Pulls it up and then lays back down. Oh, buddy. That is awesome. The, the sheets come off, <laughs> and he's got it. I got you. No problem. Excellent. One lose some. The Nats, 130 up to 145. They go down uh, and get beat at home against the Pirates, as I mentioned earlier. How about this tweet from Ben Fox? The Bears win total under six and a half wins. The most lopsided win total bet at Caesars. 95% of the bets are on the under, and nearly 18 times the money is on the under on the Bears. The heaviest over bet? The Commanders. That's surprising. Well, which one's more surprising? I would think the Commanders over. Over? Yeah, to be to have the most handle uh, the on mo- it? Yes. That's a weird one. Yeah, Bears. Yeah. A lot of people like the Bears under, right? A lot of bad beats. A moose in New York. Did you see that moose? The total was eight and a half in the Yankee game. It was 5-3 in the third inning. That was the final score. Yeah. Nothing the rest of the way. How does that happen? Especially with that potent lineup. It's like uh, a goal in the first 30 seconds in hockey. Yeah. And it's one nothing into the first. 5-3 in the third. Nothing the rest of the way. Red Sox, Blue Jays over eight and a half. 3-2, bottom of the eighth. Shenanigans goes to extras 6-5 final. Twins bullpen did it again. My God, this hurts. Twins were even money. 6-3, bottom of the 10th. They lost. They have blown four games in the last week just to Cleveland. Yeah. Two in the eighth, one in the ninth, and one in the tenth. Two of them were three-run leads. Did, were you watching the game? I had it on. Okay. So At Cleveland, yeah. W- when Naylor hit that two-run shot to the opposite field, his celebration, I thought, was like an A+. And, you know, the jersey gets ripped off. He's all bulked up. When he, when he crosses home plate, he's headbutting people with helmets on. Yeah. Like, we're talking about full-blown WWE headbutts, whoosh, like that. And we got a good tweet from uh, John Harmon, who left the game. He was there last night. As a Twins fan, worst loss of the season. You cannot keep running Pagan out there. These no, games are too important. Yep, yep. Baldelli finally admitted that after the game. I mean, get a bullpen. Yep. It's embarrassing. Cardinals plus 110. They led with two outs in the ninth. Gave up a two-run shot and got beat. Four to three. It's another one I was watching. Yep. Maddenly came to the mound because uh, Alcantara was in some trouble. And they talked about it. And he was at 115 pitches. Like, I'm leaving you in, man. He left him in, induced the, the double play, and he got out of there with a complete game. Why is it so hard? It's three outs. You're coming in fresh. These bullpen blow-ups. And why? It's not that hard to close a game. At least it shouldn't be. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now. Code 250MATCH. Learn more. BetRivers.com. There you go. Eclectic mix as always. Good fun. Uh, it's coming down fast and furious in the NBA. Brian Geltzlier coming on in a second to talk about all these rumors. Uh, the Pistons are going to buy out Kemba, so he'll be available. Uh, Blake Griffin appears to be headed back to L.A. Lakers or Clippers. Um, that'll be another move coming up. And expect the Knicks to sign Brunson with a ton of money. Like $110 million. 
He was great in the playoffs, but it was like going couldn't get on the floor for much of the season. Oh, I know. Especially I know. when Volgaris was there. Look at this tweet, too. This is this is good. Bill Simmons tweeted this yesterday. If the Lakers offered Westbrook and his contract in a 2027 top three protected for Randall Fournier and Derek Rose, what would the Knicks say? Geltseiler came over the top and said, I've been throwing this deal out for a while. It's a no-brainer for the Knicks, but the only reason the Lakers won't do it and jump on it is because LeBron won't commit beyond this year and they want to be stuck with Randall's long-term contract if LeBron leaves. Is he doing this again? You've got to help the organization out here. Would you be Give surprised? me an answer either, either way. Ah, mm. well, it's, it's impacting what they're doing if that's true in the, in the future. In, in building a, a, I mean, for a guy who's missed the playoffs two of the last four years, sure, of course. a little help here. Come on, yeah. if that's true. Oh, and he's going to join the program, like you said, coming up in yep. about seven, eight minutes. Uh, did you see this, by the way, in Major League Baseball? Like, uh, I get it. Not, not a lot of people like Rob Manfred. Uh, and he was disgusted when he was asked if he hates baseball. He's like, that's one of the dumbest things. It's like the most ridiculous narrative about me. I hate it when people say that. Yeah. He did throw out that he wants automation or robotic umps by 2024. Now, that would be a total game changer in a good way um, because you cannot have each individual home plate umpire have his own set of rules and be so inconsistent on a day-in and day-out basis. You just can't have it. We don't change the free throw line to 14 and a half you know, feet yep. and then 17 feet for some people. Yep. It's, it's standard across the, the sport. Yep. So I would actually love that move if he can somehow pull it off. I will say that uh, I watched uh, some of that Angels game last night too. Otani, I think it was in the fourth or fifth inning. He had a couple of guys on. He was in some trouble, and he needs to send a fruit basket to his catcher after last night because he saved three potential wild pitches. Saved them all, which would have saved runs, and who knows, maybe the White Sox explode in that inning. But Otani was all over the map in that inning, and he got out of it. I think he had like seven strikeouts after four, and he had 11 on the game. But, man, they I thought it was maybe a little bit misleading, the overall numbers that he had last night. Catcher was really, really good. Okay. And what do you think the yep. what do you think people would be saying today if the Marlins and uh Sandy could not finish the game last night? They'd be eviscerating Mattingly. But he came out to the mound, he was in trouble, two guys were on, one out. They talked about it and he said, I'm leaving you in, big big fella. And he got the double play and the Marlins won the game. Are you surprised at his odds? How low they are at one book? Plus 160, 175, Cy Young? No, he lost time out before he got beat. That's one bad start. I wow. mean, I honestly... He, well, they, Musgrove's only had one bad start. No, no, I agree. I agree. Wow. Burns coming down, too. I mean, Burns that list... pitched well lately. Max, I mean, that... No respect for Gonsolin, no, though, none. still. None. This is a big one for the Padres tonight, because it's Gonsolin against Snell tomorrow. They figured to get that... The Padres haven't won a game this year started yeah, by right, Snell. Right? Right? Geltseiler coming up next. Everything NBA rapid fire. What's going to wind? Where's Aiton going to wind up? And more on pick his brain on what the Lakers are thinking here. If the Kyrie deal could happen, and the holdup maybe from the Lakers making a deal as well. All that straight ahead. Beeson, follow the money. The Sports Betting Network.
Money on VSEN, the sports betting network. David Delano is one of the newest experts at Winners and Winers. He's 8-3 so far, and he's got a free play today that he loves. You can get it by texting VEASAN to 320-350-3500. 320-350-3500. Just text VEASAN to get that play. Big two days coming up in the NBA. Brian Geltziler joins us now at B. Geltz NBA on Twitter, Hoops Critic, and Sirius NBA XM Radio, and he joins us now. to t- How about this tweet you had about the Lakers? Thanks for the time that maybe could they trade Westbrook and get a package with Randall? This blew my mind, your tweet the other day. If you can expand on this, please. Well, first of all, Bill Simmons had originally tweeted it, but I've been talking about this for months. Here's the reality, and 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 it it works back to LeBron. So think about how much better this Lakers team would be if you pulled Russell Westbrook off of it and put Julius Randall, Evan Fournier, and Derrick Rose on it, okay? That would be better for the Lakers. The problem for the Lakers and why the Lakers won't do something like that. And they wouldn't have to part with any picks to do that for the Knicks. And you know, listen, I think the Knicks would be one, maybe one pick for window dressing for Randall, something like that. But the reality is this for the Knicks, you get off all your long-term money, which is really a great thing for the Knicks. So I thought it would work very well for both sides. The problem with the Lakers, it's a non-starter for the Lakers is because LeBron won't commit beyond this year. And they don't want to be stuck with three years of Randall at 30 mil a year if they don't know they're going to have LeBron there. They're going to want to start a rebuild in earnest and trade Davis and do all that. If LeBron would even just sign a one-year extension, there's a chance something like that could happen because at least it would match up with Fournier's deal. So, listen, there's options for the, for, there's options for the Lakers with Westbrook. The problem is that they got to be willing to take on some longer-term money. And with LeBron in the last year of a contract guaranteeing nothing beyond this season – they don't want to do that. Okay. And I'm not sure I blame them, by the way. Yeah, right. Is there anything they can do with Westbrook now that it appears the Kyrie thing's on hold? Or maybe they'd have to wait if that if there's any chance they could move Westbrook to somebody? Listen, the Kyrie thing was an elaborate bluff. Okay, that was uh, never happening. You really think Kyrie was going to leave home where he's happier than he's been as an NBA player living in northern New Jersey around his friends and family in his hometown, okay, and go and go out to LeBron, who we engineered getting away from five years ago? There's no – I mean, sometimes we got to ground the stuff in reality. There is no way Kyrie Irving was turning down $36.9 million to play for $6 million, 3,000 miles from home. And, and by the way, playing with LeBron instead of one of his best friends, Kevin Durant. So that was not going to ever happen. Let me tell you, the, the thing is for the Lakers right now in Westbrook, you know, listen, Indiana maybe would entertain something. But again, the Brogdon deal, the Brogdon contract, that's beyond this year. What does that do for the Lakers? The problem with the Lakers is to retool this thing around LeBron, you're going to have to take on more than just one-year contracts. You're not getting expiring for Westbrook's expiring. The benefit of team trading for Westbrook is that you get off somebody's longer-term deal have 47 mil this year cleared off your cap at the end of the season. And if the, that's the great benefit, and if the Lakers are not willing to take on longer-term money, Westbrook's going to be exactly where he is. Oh, yeah, very good. Uh, okay, so when, when the Knicks brought in these new people in Rose, it was supposed to be, we're going to get the stars because we know the stars. And it, they're probably going to get Brunson, but who is going to be that first superstar and first star to say, I'm going to go to the Knicks and try to turn this around? It still hasn't happened. No, it hasn't, but but I will tell you this. I don't know if someone's going to have to say that to the Knicks 
as much as the Knicks are in great position the next time one of those guys comes available, whoever that guy is. And we really don't know who that guy is going to be. All indications are that Bradley Beal is going to stay in Washington here. Um, Damian Lillard is trying to make a run of this thing uh, in Portland. I'll tell you, got to keep an eye on, keep an eye on Carl Anthony Towns. There's an extension mm. on the table for him, and he's waiting to see what the Timberwolves do before he signs it. And just like I talked earlier about Kyrie Irving getting to come back home and being around friends and family, Carl Anthony Towns is also a northern New Jersey kid, and he has been through tons of tragedy here coming out of COVID. Lost his mom, lost some relatives. There is a major attractive aspect to Carl Anthony Towns coming back and playing at home, and he's got the Timberwolves on notice right now. So for me with the Knicks, draft night, was about being able to load up for that next great type of player that comes available, that that star, so to speak, and being able to offer five, maybe even six first-round draft picks. Listen, the Knicks right now, they have three picks in addition to all of their own right now. They're in very, very good shape there, as good shape as anybody but OKC to be able to do that. So for the Knicks, if they wanted to offer two of their own and the three extras, that's five picks. Who's equal in five picks? And if it's the right mm-hmm. player, you put R.J. Barrett in a deal. So sure. uh, there, yeah. even though I don't know about attracting free agents, but once you go get somebody there, I think that changes the calculus for them in a big, big way. Well said. Brian, did you like or love the move by the Hawks to bring in DeJounte Murray, giving up Gallinari and three future first-round picks? And it appears like this team's not done making moves in the offseason. Would you agree with that part? A hundred percent. And I think you absolutely hit it on the head. I, first of all, I love the move. I think that Murray's going to fit very well in a backcourt next to Trey Young. It's a little bit of a chemistry experiment and we'll see how that goes. And I do think Murray's going to play a lot more off the ball than he is on the ball, but the guy's a wonderful defensive player and their perimeter defense has been garbage. And the thing is, I, I, the people are talking a lot about the offensive angle on what Atlanta did in this deal. It's the defensive angle that matters the most. Trey Young is a horrific defensive player. Let's just throw it out there as this dynamic amazing offensive player. He's a stub on defense. Now you've given yourself the ability to hide him on the worst defender on the other team, having DeJounte Murray there. And that's big. Listen, John, John Collins will not be there when the season starts next year. Mm-hmm. I've heard Herder's name in deals. I've heard Bogdanovich's name in deals. The Hawks are willing and dealing here. And I agree. They are a hundred percent not done. We're going to see a very different version of this team, but there was a problem chemistry wise after that run to the conference finals. Everybody thought they were the guy. It was Pat Riley's disease of me that crept into the Hawks. They're piecing this thing apart around Trey Young to try to improve that chemistry. What are you hearing on Aiton? Where could he wind up? Well, this is interesting, and this is right up you guys' alley. I'm sure you guys have reported or discussed what happened with the betting odds on Aiton over the course of the last 72 Mm -hmm. hours. Crazy. So Crazy what's happened there. And Brooklyn all of a sudden becoming a team that's prominent. You know, Brooklyn's trying to move Joe Harris. And – And it's hard because the problem is the last time anybody saw Joe Harris play was over a year ago and he couldn't throw it in the ocean. And it's a guy that's being paid 18 mil for the next two years to be a shooter. With that said, he's attractive enough to certain teams that have stars on them that teams would be interested. And the Suns, as much as the Suns don't want to play it this way, guys, they're a little bit desperate. Detroit and Jeremy Grant was kind of the best thing they had in a sign and trade for Aiton. And now that Jeremy, that Detroit walked away from that, they're kind of on notice here. I wouldn't be surprised to see Phoenix match an offer sheet to DeAndre Ayton and look to trade him before the deadline, try to make nice in the short term. I wouldn't be surprised to see them make a deal that's a below market deal. What they can't do is not match an offer sheet and let Aiden go for nothing. They have to bring something in. The interesting thing that I had heard 
regarding the Nets was a package that involved Joe Harris and, and potentially Cam Thomas. And so Cam Thomas, a good young dynamic player, and Harris is a shooter that can kind of fit in. They're resolved next year to go into the season with McGee and Biombo as their centers. They're looking to shore up other spots. The five is not a spot that they need to get help at with Aiton. Be very interesting to see what happens. But I will tell you, I would not dismiss Brooklyn at all to be a major player in this DeAndre Aiton. Yep, good point. Crazy uh, movement there with the odds, as you mentioned. How about Zach Levine? Uh, everything I'm hearing likely to stay in Chicago. I okay. think they're going to offer him every dime that they can offer him, and they're smart to do that. But that's a situation that bears watching because they can't bring the same team back and expect a better result. They're so bad defensively. And when Nikola Vucevic in the last year of a contract, you got to go find a defensive-oriented center. You have to. You don't have choices. You have to figure that out. Vucevic is movable because it's the last year of a contract. You don't have first-round picks, but you're still minus two first-round picks, one from the Vuce deal and one from the DeRozan deal. You have to figure out a way to get somebody that could play the five. And if the Reinsdorfs are willing to go deep into the tax, I would think that would be a spot where I might make a run of Rudy Gobert okay, there and we swallow go. that big contract. Okay. okay because that, that guy, listen, I, I like Mitchell Robinson a lot, and he, could, he would make Chicago better. He's not going to make Chicago the better that they have to get to be able to be competitive at the top of the conference. You bring Rudy Gobert in there, and all of a sudden he can make up for all of Levine and DeRozan's defensive mistakes, and you're able yep. to, to keep a lot of your young guys there. I think that is, that's something that would work very well for Chicago. But we have to ask important questions. Does Utah really want to deal Rudy Gobert? I'm not sure. I think Utah, the more I'm hearing with Utah, the more I'm hearing they're content to bring Mitchell and Gobert back and give it another run with, with Will Hardy here. Are you serious? Oh, no. Oh, man. I'm starting to hear that. Oh. I'm starting to hear that. That they, Danny, you know, listen, Danny Ainge has done some great things in his executive career. He's done some crazy things, but he's done some great things. True. And as much as we look at the job Brad Stevens and Emi Yudoka did with Boston, if we're being fair about it, guys, Danny's team just went to the finals. Really, I mean, he, that was, you know, Brown, Tatum, Smart, even the initial bringing in of Horford, and I know they went back to him after Walker, which was a Danny mistake. Okay, these were all Danny guys. Who drafted Robert Williams? Danny. These were Danny guys. The one guy that wasn't a Danny guy was Derek White there. And in the end, in the end of that series, he couldn't throw it in the ocean. You're right. That was Danny's <laughs> team. That was Danny's team that went to a final. Danny Ainge, and for Danny Ainge, don't think that that's lost on him. He's very, very confident in his own abilities here. And I think he figures he could maybe make give it a run with Mitchell and Gobert. Trading one of Mitchell or Gobert for Utah is franchise-altering type of stuff. And you got to be prepared and be ready to do it. And one thing I'll tell you about Danny Ainge, I've heard from a lot of executives around the league. Him and Daryl Morey are very similar in that vein. They're like the guy in your fantasy league that's hard to trade with. They want the best sure. player on your roster for the three worst on theirs. So he's still, that's <laughs> yeah. the other part with Danny. He, he holds out. He's tough and holding out for value. Thanks a lot, Brian. Great job. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. 
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. Here we go. Time now for our in-pocket plays. Been a pretty good week in baseball. A winner yesterday with Verlander and the Astros. 2-0 winners over the Mets late at twenty. As you documented in uh, Win Some, Lose Some a couple of times today, that uh, number moved like 30 cents or so. And uh, look, I mean, that took a two-run shot in the ninth inning for the Astros to win the game. Yeah. So, but they got the job done, and what a trip to New York it was for the Astros to go 6-2. and two, Actually, could have been 8-0 overall. And uh, today, I think we might actually get some runs in this game. It's 9.5, but as of right now, I will go Reds plus 110 against the Cubs, and another game that I'm looking at, I don't have it yet, haven't bet it, not going to give it out here either, but this uh, Padres number has already moved, uh, depends on where you look, as high as like 15 cents, almost 17 cents, opened up at most spots at around plus 105, I'm seeing plus 122 now at the Westgate here in town, uh, I see plus 115 at a bunch of other spots, I want to look at Musgrove first five, but it's right, right around plus 105 right now, I think if, if money keeps coming in on the Dodgers today, 
that'll bump up that first five number as well. And if uh, Musgrove first five gets to around plus 110, 112, 115 maybe, I would bet that. The good tweet here from our buddy Joe Osborne. Yeah. The best ERAs in innings one through five, mini, uh, minimum 50, 50, five zero innings pitched. Gonsolin's ERA is 1.5 in the first five. Musgrove, 1.52, second best in all of Major League Baseball. Yep, saw that too. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. 2-0 yesterday. Winner with the Guardians. Winner with the Astros. Right back with the Guardians. Two-unit play. Everything we've talked about today. Demoralizing loss for the Twins. Archers never beat Cleveland. Bieber has good numbers against Minnesota. They're eighth in bullpen ERA. The Twins' bullpen's horrendous. Four blown saves in the I can't get over that. Just four blown saves in the last week against the same team. It should be a comfortable lead. They did it again last night. Blew a three-run lead in the 10th. So Bieber, I got $1.40. It's moved a little bit. But uh, Bieber and Cleveland minus 140, 150 today in one day game. Good luck out there. Let's stay hot. In pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. Let me give you this. Uh, tweet here from John Morosi, Major League Baseball reporter. Max Scherzer is poised to return to Major League yeah. Baseball. And here's another piece of good news for Mets fans to consider. Since Scherzer landed on the IL in May, their 22-14 and 14 record is second best in the NL, only behind the Braves. Braves went uh, 26 and 11 in that time. Only team in the National League that are ahead of them. So he's coming back soon. Made a couple, uh, well, made the, the rehab starts um, in lower level, minor league baseball. And I also, eh, the Braves to win this division now. What do you Looking think? Plus time to jump in? 180, 190? On who? The, uh, to take the, lay it with the Mets? No. Down no. to three? No? No, not yet. No. I have, they I, might explode again. I got the Braves at uh, Easy schedule. several tickets now. I'm not going to do anything with it yet. So it's their first three-game losing streak of the season. Mm-hmm. They have Texas, the Reds, Miami, Atlanta, Chicago, and then the All-Star break hits. Remember, when Atlanta got healthy and had that 14-game winning streak, it was a you know easy schedule. You still have to win the games. That's what the Mets run into in September. And then you get the Grom back at some point, too. So they did survive without Scherzer. And I liked them and bet them to win the division before the season and futures and a win total over. And then the DeGrom news happened before the year. And he said, okay, well, same old Mets, that's it, they're done. Mm-hmm. But to go 22 and 14 without him, and now he's coming back, good move. He bought everyone uh, dinner on the, uh, after he did the rehab stint. Good for him. But I, I think it'd be time to, it could be time to jump in on the Mets now. If they get that, once they get him back to win the division. Feel free. I'm not going to do it. Um, the, here's another one, by the way. So June is in the books. For the Red Sox. Yep. It's official, Paul. Great month. They went, think about this. The Boston Red Sox finished the month of June with a record of 20-6. and six. They lost ground to the Yankees. They did. I mean, you got to be kidding me. Yep. Yep. And another game went over between the Red Sox and Blue Jays yesterday. It took a while, but it got there. And that team has been beat, yeah. they've been awesome for the entire month, obviously. And look Pavetta at that. again? Good for him. What a year he's having since huh? that slow start. They, they got to Manoa a little bit. Mm-hmm. Enough enough to yeah. be in that game and well, give him a shot. Enough, yep. 3-2 yep. in the eighth and then the bullpen issues, too. The, while, while, while we talked about this as well, like the Yankees, I thought they were too low. Like Joey Chestnut we just had on. I'm going to beat these guys by 20 hot dogs. It's not going to be close. Don't think it's free money? 1-10? to 10? 
That's what I thought it was with the Yankees, too, when they were 1-10. to I mean, to have a 13-game a lead, how are they going to blow that? The pitching's ridiculous. It would be injuries. Yeah, it'd have to be a lot of them, though, I, too. I, yeah, I would agree. Because Toronto's been a, kind of a disappointment. At least a lot, some of the pitchers have been. Oh, yes, absolutely. So they have, they have, they have, have to play out of their minds. I'll, I'll tell you this, too. Uh, how are you? How are you like, you're 56 and 20. I mean, so many things would have to go wrong for them to blow a 13-game lead. And as I mentioned, yeah. Boston has this brutal stretch coming up. Like, the, the when they started this stretch against Toronto, it's 32. The Cubs now, they start tomorrow. They go to Chicago. 29 to 32 are against playoff teams or teams right there in the in the race or figure to be playoff teams with the Boston schedule yep. coming up. Yep. So I guess the and by the way, the overall in baseball, look, there's a lot of baseball to be played. I get that. So take this for what it's worth. The Red Sox actually have the most difficult schedule remaining in all of baseball as of right now. Yeah. So and what the Blue Jays went through early on in the season, the Yankees are gonna have to do that too, because Toronto played so many good teams. Which is which is who? Well, they the got top stretch. Well, they, I mean, they just ran through Tampa and Toronto, though. No, I know, the I know Yankees, they did. So. I know they did. And here's why I'm severely disappointed in the Blue Jays. They're 42 and 33. Okay, so I bet them at they're the one team I bet to win the World Series at 14 to one. They're 12 to one right now. Like that's a consensus number. Their power rating is way too high. They're not that good of a team right now. Yeah. They're not even. I like I your can't. comparison to, to Joey Chestnut. They're not even in the same ballpark. Um. As the as the Yankees, because oh, oh. The, the weakest links on the team, oh my God! If you're going to be trotting Kikuchi, he's got to go today, and Barrios out there every five days, you're not you're going to go nowhere. You have to address the starting pitching. They're terrible, and is that like what's the reason why we we have no number on this Blue Jays game today as a take on the Rays? It's because we don't know if it's going to be Springs or Kluber. Uh, is that the issue? Because Kikuchi is a probable here today in the game. And he has been legitimately one of the worst starting pitchers in baseball over the last month. He's made five starts. He's lasted 15 innings. Yep. You can't make it a bullpen game every time a guy takes the mound. To, to your point, he's allowed at least two home runs, three starts in a row. He's not even lasted long. It's home run derby, and the guy's out of there. Nuts. That's and that, good thing that at least Gossman had a good start because he was struggling too. Yeah, it was three guys you couldn't go to war with. Books need to bump oh. up their number. They're, it's twelve to one's the wrong number on the Blue Jays, and they need to make some moves before the deadline. And I think they probably will, yeah. but b- bump that up to eighteen twenty to one on Toronto. Yeah. And if you miss Mike Dettelier, he we, we talked to the Saints with him. He says they win ten games, and if that happens, and Mike has been nails for years on this show, if that happens, you would cash the prop at William Hill ten wins plus one seventy five. Mm-hmm. Playoffs would cash plus 150. And then you've also figured uh, division wins prop, which I really like creative, goes over, which is only three. I mean, they won't sweep Atlanta. They won't split, at least with Carolina. They swept Tampa last year. Yeah, don't you think if you bet over three, well, worst case is you're going to lose. But the most realistic worst case would be a push on three. Yeah. Because – Maybe they don't sweep the Falcons and the Panthers. They but... get the Buccaneers fits for whatever reason. Yeah, he's you... right. Everything went wrong last year. Still won nine games. Yeah, still had still beat T- uh, Brady with Taysom Hill. It was mm-hmm. all defense, but had injuries. Thomas wasn't there. Still won nine games. Yeah, so I would think three and one is absolutely realistic against the Falcons and the Panthers, and maybe four now to put it over. But the way that they've played the Buccaneers, I mean, the last couple of years with Tom Brady, sure they can beat them in one of those games. Why can't they? But there's a reason why sharp betters were all over this team, you know, months ago. Again, yep. 
Although he, he he did throw it out there, though. It could be eight, maybe eight games for Kamara. Yeah, he said worst-case scenario there, eight. Be, yes. He did bring up a good point. Like, that, he's not replaceable on that team in the backfield. Yeah. As of right now, and he Who said, said yeah. they'll probably make a move, but as of right now, it would be Mark Ingram as the, as the guy. He was cooked years ago. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> not the same guy as he once was. No, no. So there's not a lot of depth there. And Winston, is he going to stay healthy this year? Again, he only, I think he averaged 167 yards passing per game, which is nothing in the NFL in 2021. 20, uh, no, it wasn't. No, they were supposed to be taking shots down the field and big, that, that never happened. But also, no Michael Thomas. No. And he's right, no. you could bring up, you could throw Callaway at him, but who would know his name? Yeah. Which, which casual football fan would know that name as a wide receiver? And now, in theory, Michael Thomas comes back if he's going to be healthy. They're pretty good and set at that position. They all have a son, right, with Landry and Olave. Sure. Yeah. How, how things have changed there. I do, he's right, though. He does give – he thinks Peyton was worth three wins a year. That's a, a hefty number, but yep. Yep. if you missed Joey Chestnut or any of the show, as always, you can go download, subscribe, and listen to the Follow the Money podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. See you tomorrow. If you thought there was a sports betting offseason, think again. Our VEASAN sports betting experts are working 24-7 to keep you informed on every sport on the schedule. The over pays the same for a baseball game or a football championship, and our team grinds year-round to help improve year-round to help improve year-round to help improve year-round. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.